what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome. I am your host, your Catalyst of Transformation, Brett Dupree, here to drop some spiritual knowledge on you. Exactly. What if you made being your highest self the best version of you, your God? Working towards creating the best you. And right now we're on the Ten Commandments series, the ten things that you need to embrace to live an awesome life and truly embrace what it means to be awesome. Awesome on the inside because that is what this community is about. It's about truly being awesome. And the ninth commandment of being awesome is take responsibility. 100% responsibility. Now, responsibility goes into two sections and i'll tell you a little story about the two sections of responsibility this is one of the few that i have a mystical truly mystical experience when it comes to taking responsibility it started when i was 20 years old yes 20 years old like 20 years ago isn't that crazy when i had this amazing realization basically i used to blame everything on other people society my mother especially my mother She was the reason why I was shy all the time. She was the reason why I couldn't talk to women. It was all her fault for making me the way it was, all because she abandoned me. And I spent most of my life thinking this way. At the time, it was most of my life, as in I was 20, and this happened when I was 8, when I started to collapse in and become an emotionless person. And really become afraid of stepping out, really becoming afraid of talking to people, especially women. Oh, how I wanted a girlfriend back then, but I knew that nothing was scarier than talking to women. I was the type of guy who would be sitting in the corner looking at a person that I wanted to get to know and think of the thousand ways they would reject me. Or better yet, I had an amazingly beautiful woman practically, I wouldn't say throw herself at me because she wasn't trying to bone me or anything, but she was trying to date me at least, get to know me, and I just couldn't take her up on that offer for five or six years when she came out to me out of nowhere and told me that she's been thinking about me all day and all I could think of saying was that's good before running away, not because I wasn't interested myself. She was gorgeous. She was smart. She was funny. She was sweet. She was caring. She was a great person far as I knew. I mean, I wouldn't say I knew her a lot, but I had conversations with her and there's nothing about her as a person that would show me that it wouldn't be at least something to pursue. And I thought about that for years, years, and I couldn't ever, never bring myself to even talk to her again. I've had conversations with her, but I just, just, it was one of my biggest regrets for the longest time and the fact that I had that regret was my mom's fault and it wasn't until one day I was watching a movie the movie that changed my life forever yes some people's favorite movies that changed their life maybe something inspirational or something that touches their heart for me the thing that 
changed my life was something that touched my funny bone, and that was Kingpin by the Fairley Brothers. Basically, Kingpin is a movie made in the raunchy comedy sort of way where there's even a joke about milking a cow, but turns out he had trouble milking the cow, so he used his mouth to help prime it so he can get a giant bucket of milk. It turns out they didn't have a cow. They had a bull. And then the next joke was, well, I got to go brush my teeth. That was this movie, Kingpin. It's basically a movie about this bowler who is just the top, the cock of the walk, one of the best bowlers and up and coming bowlers in the world. And this older bowler was threatened by him. So took him to an underground CD bowling game and they were doing the whole like hustle of acting like they're not good, but then turning out to be awesome. And once they became champions, they took off his bowling hand and he spent his entire life just a complete loser where the, his name Munson even meant be having the world at your feet and then becoming a loser. And then by the end, he took responsibility for his life. And instead of blaming the older bowler for his all his problems, Ernie McCracken, he took responsibility. And the first time I watched that movie, all I saw was a funny movie that I enjoyed a lot. I enjoy a good raunchy comedy as much as the nice guy. However, my friend Nathan Downey told me that one thing he liked about the movie was at the beginning of the movie, he blamed the older Boulder Falls problems. And at the end, he took responsibility for himself. Character Woody Harrelson Munson. And I thought that was the dumbest thing I ever heard. It was so stupid. All of a sudden, I decided to watch it a second time. I was like, I'm going to prove Nate Downey wrong. Forget that guy. He's wrong. He can go fork himself. Well... I watched that movie a second time, and I saw it clear as day. And then I asked myself, where else have I missed taking responsibility in my life? And at that time, it was like a bolt of lightning hit me. I remember sitting on my knees, practically tears running down my face. Just this download of just my mind, just all these synopses firing. As I recognize everything in my life that I blame someone else for, I'm responsible in a way. And I'm not responsible for what my mom did to me. I can't control other people. But I am responsible for how I react. I am responsible for seeking help. I am responsible for how I view it. Everything that pertains to me, I am responsible for. And one thing I like to caveat this is this is not a pull yourself up by your bootstraps type B s bullshit idea because the entire saying of pull yourself up by your bootstraps i said before exists because you can't do it and i'm not saying this is about not seeking help and this is not about the fact that if someone does something bad to you that causes you to react a certain way this is not about being a victim this is not about blaming yourself this is about taking responsibility responsibility is different than blame it's not your fault it's not about being at fault it's just being at responsible because once you take responsibility you can change because once I recognized I was responsible for how I reacted at that point in my life when it was my mom's responsibility I couldn't change her i couldn't change my past so at no point could i change my present because i was stuck in the past i was stuck in blame i was stuck in anger and once i took responsibility that allowed me to do the work on myself with other people of course people to help me 
so that I can make a change. I have a wonderful girlfriend right now and I would not have been able to have such a great relationship with an amazing person if I didn't take responsibility 20 years ago. I would not have a relationship with my mom at this point if I didn't take responsibility 20 years ago. And yes, responsibility does mean a certain level of forgiveness of the other person. And I understand there's this negative aspect to forgiveness. Someone even told me telling you to forgive your abuser is gaslighting. And I 100% disagree with that. I'm not telling you to forget. I'm not telling you to accept. I'm telling you to forgive. Recognize that a part of that person is broken. And if they weren't broken, they wouldn't have hurt you. And forgive that part of them, which means allowing you to take them out of your mind. Stop giving them a house in your head for them to live in. And recognize the fact that if you forgive them thinking that they're doing the best they can with what they have and forgive that part of them and recognize the fact that a person who's 100% happy, 100% whole would not harm another and really accept that forgiveness, you can be better at moving forward in your life. And this does not mean accepting. This does not mean accepting them back into your life. You can forgive and love someone from afar. I love you, my abuser, from afar. You're dangerous to have in my life. You're dangerous, you're abusive, you're narcissistic. Stay away. Again, number two, treat yourself awesome. And treating yourself awesome does not mean allowing an abuser to come into your life. Doesn't mean allowing the abuser to stay into your life. This is all about you taking responsibility for your thoughts and your actions. But that also doesn't mean you have to bully yourself. Forgiving other people also means forgiving yourself. And sometimes that might be forgiving yourself over and over and over again because you're going to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. You are going to fail over and over and over again. You're going to fall into old patterns over and over and over again. And taking responsibility for that means also forgiving yourself, allowing yourself to make the same mistake. Not beat yourself up, not think of that you're stupid, not think that you are a terrible human being because you're messing up. When you take full responsibility, you recognize the fact that habits are hard to break. I mean, taking responsibility does not mean putting a cloud over your head and not accepting the reality of this situation. It's not accept, it's not denying the fact that sometimes in life society is not fair. It's also not denying the fact that classism does exist. You are responsible for how you react in this system, this unfair, honestly not that great system. And a lot of it is trying to break it down and make changes in the system. Recognize the fact that people are going to knock you down and recognize the fact that you are responsible for not only how you get up, for who you also try to surround yourself with, who you allow into your life. Allowing people in your life who want to be awesome, who want to treat other people awesome, who want to rise people up. And I understand that kiss can be hard for some people, and I'm not trying to discount that. This is not about if you, again, I mention this every time. If you're just in an abusive relationship that's near impossible to get out, this is not telling you to just leave right away. Because sometimes if you don't do it right, like if you, even if you do it 100% right, the abuser will attack you and maybe even murder you. 
I mean, that's just the response. That's just the reality of the situation. The Church of Awesome is not about ignoring the reality of the situation, sugarcoating it in some spiritual BS that everything always works out when you have a high enough vibration. No, you're responsible for your vibration. You're responsible for your thought. You're responsible for what you can control. But sometimes in life, things outside your control will mess everything up. But as Viktor Frankl said, between freedom and thought, there is space. And within that space, there lies choice. And within that choice lies freedom. And your responsibility is creating that space so that you can make that choice. And learning how to do that for yourself. And when I say learn how to do that for yourself, I have a philosophy that's very individual, but also very collaborative. Because I believe 100% you're responsible for all your growth. Anything that's ever happened in your life that has been positive, you are responsible for it. Yes, a guru, a teacher, a mentor, they were there to show you the way. But if you did not take those steps, if you did not learn, you are responsible for your learning. They're just responsible for the information, the support, being the guided light that shows you the way. Do not discount your ability to change. I mean, yes, some people make it easy. The purpose of the Church of Awesome is to make your life changes easier than if you were to do it on your own. But there's at no point where I want you to think that I am the reason for your catalytic transformation. I want you to think of me as somebody who showed you a way, helped create a community that you can take advantage of. Because too many times in our life, people give up their responsibility for their spirituality, for their transformation, for their life to a guru, a mentor, someone who is above them. And every time you put someone above you, you are putting yourself below. And and this is difficult because our brains are hardwired by theory. I've heard multiple studies. I mean, they're not 100%, but basically multiple studies that show that When we are in a situation where somebody is above us in some sort of status, we are almost wired to go below so that we can fit in. And now that you know that, you're responsible for that. Also, when you have a belief, something that's in your body that you truly believe, and when someone goes against that belief, you're feeling attacked. You are responsible because that is part of our human condition. When somebody hits a belief that we believe a lot of, we feel attacked. It's physical pain. And you're responsible for that. Now that you know, you're responsible for figuring out how to circumnavigate this world. And I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. 100% responsibility has been hard Especially, it took me six years, six years before I decided to change my life to actually do something with that information. I didn't start my transformation until I was 26. It was too much. I understood a lot of the principles of it. I understood it. When I talked to people about it, they told me I was crazy, that people are responsible for their lives. In fact, when I first did it, it didn't even make sense to me. When I first actually had that idea, I didn't use the word term responsible. I, I used the term fault. It was my fault. And then I tried to say there's a certain percentage of fault based off age. But now I recognize that I was always responsible. Sometimes I just didn't have the tools at the time to make a better decision. Which leads to also forgiveness of self. I forgive myself for making that decision many years ago to shut myself off. I'm in 100% forgiveness 
for my younger Dupree. That's what I call myself, Dupree. For my younger Dupree, who made that choice to shut down and not experience emotion anymore. Who made that choice to let the world, to be afraid of the world. Because he just did not want to feel pain anymore. I forgive him. Because that's what he was working with. He was responsible for that decision. But society, family did not give him the tools to make a different one. But he was still responsible for it. And now that I have new tools, now that I have more awareness, I can change. I can, in the future, make better decisions. Because that's what taking responsibility is all about. It's about making the best decisions you can make. It is about believing in your ability to change and taking responsibility for your thoughts, taking responsibility for your actions, and then forgiving yourself when you make the wrong decision in hindsight, when you take the wrong action in hindsight, noticing that the tools you had, or sometimes even made 100% the right decision, and things didn't work out, because that's life. And when you take responsibility from your life, you recognize the fact that sometimes things are just not going to work out, and now you're responsible for what you do now. You have that responsibility. I understand how it could be difficult. I guess I think I'm spinning my wheels here at the moment because, again, I've been telling this for people for 20 years now and I receive a lot of kickback on this one about being responsible and the importance of being responsible. But recognizing the fact that you are responsible and take total responsibility gives you a power that's almost unimaginable. But it's very imaginable. It gives you the power to change. It gives you the power to change your current situation. It gives you the power to move forward. It gives you the power to be you, your authentic self. And that is the ninth commandment of the Church of Awesome. Take 100% responsibility for your life. I am your host, once again, your Catalyst of Transformation, Brett Dupree, asking you, pleading you, begging you, to go forth and be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.